What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 4, Episode 7, and it's called Chapter 35, The Endless. And don't forget, guys, stick around for the ending of the podcast because we're going to go through our best moments, our best lines, our MVPs, our LVPs of the episode. So be sure to stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into this episode. Oh, y'all. Because I know you want to get into this one. Like, ding. Best episode of the entire series, hands down. Yeah. Like, I can confidently say it was the best episode I've seen them do. Granted, it's definitely a one off token, like, special episode. Yeah. Uh, But it was genius. It was hilarious. Genius. It was so, so, so well done. And like, you know, just going back to what you were saying, it, it, it does feel like it, they, they could never recreate what they brought to this episode. But at the same time, you know, they just hit every single thing that I was expecting, like right out of the park from like, you know, hearkening back to the original Sabrina with Melissa Joan Hart. Um, I'm actually surprised she didn't make an appearance because yeah, I was waiting for same. that. But at the same time, you know, outside of that, everything was literal perfection. Like they called out to the old show. There were laugh tracks. Like we'll talk about it, but I think more than anything else, every single scene, all I'm gonna say is like this was so Amazing. fun to watch. And it was like such a fun watch. Kind of like in a way, I feel like they saved a lot of money this way too, because they're just yeah. using their set. Like they did not create a new yeah. location or a new set or like yeah. the lighting didn't ha- like I'm sure the lighting still had to be done. But like they're able to kind of like have this episode where maybe the budget wasn't as high because they're literally filming like on created like sets and like they're pulling back and they're showing you like you know the lighting setup and all the rigs and stuff so like super cool and also just like the little easter eggs that you get um i think when they poke fun at what a tv production entails like the head writer and like the star of the show and like all these cute little like things that like you probably wouldn't know if you didn't if you weren't familiar with like production TV production so i we obviously i'm sure we love that part of it just because like you have that background but um, I was going to ask you before we get into the episode really mm-hmm. quickly. So last episode, we saw Sabrina um, do this whole thing with um, what did they? Oh, the, all the people that came back from the dead. Right. Yeah. Do Are we supposed to think that this episode is happening simultaneously with that right. episode? Um, I don't know if it's happening simultaneously, per se. But it's happening, I think, within the same time period. Because and I um, and I asked I'm not sure, because actually. I asked that because in this one, like in this episode, the Eldritch Terror is the void. Right. So it's not the one that they had last episode where it was like the dead the people cosmos. coming back. So right. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like they were dealing with two different Eldritch Terrors. Of at course. The same time. So then it's like, or or maybe it's one after the other. But if it's one after the other. Mm. I find it a little weird that, like, they paused on, like, either Sabrina to, like, do one episode and do another episode. You know what I mean? Like, I almost feel like if they were happening simultaneously, it would have made more sense. Yeah. And maybe it was. Like, I guess we don't ever really get that knowledge as to when each of them are happening. Maybe we'll see once, like, we watch episode eight because it did say to be continued. So, like, maybe it'll connect. I don't know. It'll tell you, like, it'll tell you, like, when that one is happening. I mean, it truthfully doesn't really matter, but I was just kind of wondering, like... Oh, like when is this happening in the timeline? 
Right. Like, is it as soon as she walks through that exactly. like, wind, like door? I, I was Which, assuming that that's what was happening. Yeah. But like, you're right. Um, because I think I even mentioned in the beginning of our last podcast that it is alluded that there's a few months that go by um, where she's like until that that next one comes up like until the undead comes up so i don't know i'm not sure we'll we'll, we'll see if it, yeah. it is relevant in the next little bit of time yeah. for the last episode but let's get back to this one yeah um first of all we get a previously on and i wrote down as a really funny note a really funny note <laughs> um, that I just wish that I just watched this first. Like I could have just watched episode seven and saved myself the trouble of the entire season. You think so? Because they cover literally everything. Yeah, that's They're like, true. this Eldritch chair. I mean, obviously I'm joking. Like watch the show. But um, it was a it, <laughs> yeah. it was like a full recap of the entire season so far. Um, and like there's even a point so, like in the episode where like she says something and Salem's like, yes, it's expositional. Like we get it. Like, yeah. like we don't have to see more. It's and I died. So many things. Yeah, yeah. I was like, they're even making fun of their own. Writing. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. Um, OK, so it starts off with Hell Sabrina in her room in arriving in this new world. So like it's it is when we see her two episodes ago walking through the mirror. Um, and it shows that little quick scene where the OG aunties, as in um, the one from the original television show, they come into the room and they're just like, hey, Sabrina, how's it going? Um, and as soon as she's she's very confused, she's not sure what's going on um, because these ones are technically her aunties in this world. So like that's Hilda, that one's yeah. Zelda. Um, and as they're talking through the set like pulls away and like it turns it like, like everything cut. gets pulled away like it's cut yeah someone calls cut and it's actually father blackwood who's the director he calls cut he tells her to like kind of go through the lines again um and it was just really cool being introduced to this world like and because she's unfamiliar to it, we get an opportunity to kind of like follow behind yeah. her as she's like exploring and learning new things. So one of the big things, as I just mentioned, Father Blackwood is the, the director. He's not like actually evil. He's just like a guy. Um, and then uh, they mentioned that the aunties mentioned that they both live and work on the set. And that's when like things kind of get very confusing for Sabrina because she's like so we're shooting a show and you live on the set. Like it's very confusing. Um, She asked for Ambrose and Ambrose apparently does not exist in this world, at least not according to the aunties. Mm -hmm. So she's like, "Uh Oh, this is going to be a problem if he doesn't exist. Literally. She's like, what the fuck am I going to do without Ambrose? And I'm like, yes, bitch, you're right. What are you going to do without Ambrose? (laughs) Cause 'Cause he sees you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He always saves your ass. Um, so the one thing that they do say, and they mention it a few times, they say, you have to just make sure that when you show up on set, you know your lines and um, like you have to hit them. Because if you don't, you get a strike. And if you get three strikes, you get sent to the green room and people never come back from the green room when they fuck up. So like, be careful. Um, so this is when Sabrina kind of concludes in her head, like this must be an eldritch terror. They obviously know nothing about it or they're acting as if they know nothing about it. Um, and then she also tries her powers, but in this cosmos, she doesn't have a power. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. Um, and I wrote down in this note, and I think it was just because of how the comedy was playing out. And I think this is one of the first times that we do get the introduction of that laugh track. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, 
low key, she would like her Kiernan Shipka would do so well in a f- version of Sabrina like this yeah. that has the comedy elements, the magic elements, the peppy, the fun, yeah. the energy that she brings. Quirky and, and then yeah. And quirky. Yeah. Like I just felt like she fits so well in yeah. this world that I, I don't know. Like I I, and that's I felt the thing. like it we've was, always sort of talked about and we've especially yeah. this season talked about is like, you're right, she does fit the mold of this show. And this was what I thought Sabrina yeah. was gonna be. More like this yeah. cute, like fun, quirky like Sabrina. But of course, what they've done with it is so dark and so serious right. sometimes and like very like, you know, like intense. Heavy, sometimes she doesn't sometimes, fit yeah. that. And you truly see yeah. how much she excels in this sort of tone. Um, totally. But like, yeah, I don't know. Like it's got that she's got such a campy. Yeah, campiness totally. To her, totally. And, and I feel like she just really fit so well in yeah. this episode, like playing it out and just watching it. And I was like, this is so entertaining for me. Yeah. So. Um, she's talking to the aunties and uh, they decide to go to sleep and Sabrina's like, you know what? I'm just going to go for a little quick walk and then um, I'll go to bed. So she walks around the set and we see kind of like the back end of the set. Um, And I did write down that it was really cool because you were, you as the audience member are walking around like the actual Mm -hmm. Sabrina set. Mm -hmm. And you know how like they always do those like, Oh, EW does those like behind the scenes. Like come walk with me through the set. This was like an HD version of seeing the entire set. And, you know, knowing that this is one of the last episodes of the series, I thought it was such a great send off for the show to show like the back end. Part. Yeah, I think you're so right. The, I definitely thought about it and I was like, I love seeing this stuff. This is so cool. And we're seeing like the, yeah. the, the behind the scenes production side. But I really wonder if like when they wrote this episode, if they knew that they were being canceled because I know because I do feel like they might have known at this point and they were like, screw this. Let's just create like this crazy episode. Let's right. show behind the scenes like 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 show the bones of Sabrina. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, if that's the case, that would have been that's a really cool idea. And like, I'm glad they they did that for this one. Totally. Totally. It was such like a like it was like a love letter to the show yes. for in my opinion, like this episode was definitely like this is the set in such a beautiful like interesting and fun quirky way um and uh it's still stuck true to what the show stands for because then there are demons at the very end and there is a bit of scare and blood and gore um that you see at the very end of the show so um no i loved i love the way that they applied it and you're right i'm not sure if they knew at this point but if they did and they turned this episode out in like instead because of it like, good job, guys, because it was so well written, so well yeah. like set up and staged and the way it was produced. I was like, you guys did a phenomenal job. Um, so she finds these exit doors while she's out on set and she tries to open them. But each of them have like an issue. Like one of them, like you'll get electrocuted to death if you open it. The one that she does try to open has like a cement wall um, in front of it. So she can't even go through it. Um, so she's just very confused. Um, and then she goes back into the Spellman house and she says, you know, maybe even though Ambrose isn't here, um, his books might help me. So she finds mm-hmm. his books, but then she opens them up and all of them are bl- blank. They're all fake. Um, 
there is a moment in time because she does this a few times. There's like the books, and then like she, I think she tries a few things that don't work out for her, like the exit doors, like I was saying. Um, they did start to get a little tiring because I'm just like, okay, obviously we know everything in this world is like not real. So like stop looking for things that are real because mm-hmm. they don't exist anymore. Um, but anyway, the next day she wakes up and Melvin, who's like a PA, I guess, on yeah. the show. Um, she he tells her she's gonna be late for her 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 set, so she needs to get up and go. Um, and she has to be wearing a cockroach out costume. Um, and I just thought this was all hilarious because you know they don't put her into like an actual serious scene. Like this girl's like literally dressed up as <laughs> yeah. a fucking cockroach for her first like day on the job. Yeah. And I just thought it was really funny that like you know the the writers made her do this. Um, and then it shows Hilda and Zelda, but like the Hilda and Zelda of the real yeah. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. <laughs> I love and this. they're actually the stand-ins of the ones who yeah. are playing the OG. So I was just dying at like the meta of all of it. It was just so yeah. brilliant yeah. the way that yeah. they wrote this all out. Um, so anyway, she does her line. And then as she's going through the lines, Salem, we get a shot of Salem mm-hmm. as we were hoping for this entire time, yep. the puppet version of Salem. And he's talking and she gets kind of like totally thrown off. And that's like her first strike. Like, uh, did you freak you did out when wrong. he started talking? Cause I personally, did. I lost it. Yeah, I lost it. I was like, this is exactly what me and NB were saying we were hoping for. I was so excited to talk about this episode with you because of, like, basically because of Salem, but yeah. like everything else too. Yeah. But as soon as I you was started just thinking, talking, I was, like, I was like, "This is amazing." If they're gonna bring back the the ants, like, they gotta make Salem talk. Like, come on, like, you can't yeah, do this without on. making Salem talk. Yeah. And I'm glad they didn't do some like, like, elaborate CGI or whatever for him. Like, it yeah. was literally a puppet. It looked like it a puppet. It was like the puppet from the 1990 yeah, show. Yeah, so I'm really like, happy they like saved the with that. They probably saved a shit ton yeah. of money doing it that way. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah, it was really funny. Um, I was kind of, uh, like, upset about the fact that they didn't use the original, like, actor's yeah. voice. Like, maybe I don't he's, know like, if, like, not alive anymore. Maybe he's not alive anymore, but, like, I thought, like, he was a little bit less hilarious. Like, the original actor makes, like, Salem so, so funny with the way he talks. This one was, like, British, and he was like, hello, Sabrina. And I was like, you're not as funny, but I'll take it. (laughs) Like, I'll definitely take it. Um, and she's like tripping out because she's like, I'm just like, tripping out about the fact that this cat is talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's like, what the hell is happening? Um, which is kind of funny because when we watch the show, we're like, why isn't your cat talking? You know what? You know, it's I really like hope. A total flip. I hope when she goes back, she says like, you know, you were talking in that universe, like you had a voice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you were real, yeah. Um, and then it also shows another character that we know well, um, Lilith, and she is. Like, uh, like uh, also another production assistant, or she's like the head, like, re- yeah, or like something, the, the producer, lead or something. or something, yeah, producer. Um, and she does tell Sabrina, like, you need to make sure you know your lines. Don't like veer away from your lines. So she's back in her room, and Salem comes to visit, and um, she realizes that her mirror, the mirror that she jumped into, yeah. um, is no longer in her room. So she says, Salem. Can I? Can you come look for my mirror at any point in time? Like, can you f- please find it for me? And he's like, yeah, yeah, no worries, not a problem. At this point in time, did you think there was anything up, like with him specifically? I guess I no, say. I don't think so. Or were you just like I, going? I with was it? just you were like, yeah, I was going with it, and like I was just like, this whole world is fucked. So like, 
like everyone's probably in on it yeah 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 fair enough so and that's the thing you're absolutely right like i wasn't even like concerned about like oh what's happening not at all so entertained that i didn't even care not i did not Um, care for a second i was like i don't care if this girl (laughs) dies by the end of the episode like i am i'm having (laughs) such a good time right now like i don't care yeah it was very much like that yeah um, so then it cuts to a scene where she is with her friends. So like Roz and Harvey and Theo. And, um, I literally just wrote down the note, like, let's just talk about the scene because this is the first time we literally see, um, like this full laugh track scene moment where she's playing it out. And, you know, there's this moment where like Harvey's like, I gotta go to biology. <laughs> like, he, yeah. like they get so campy with their characters and I could not stop laughing. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. Yeah, hilarious. I loved it. Um, and then anyway, they break uh, the scene. They all walk away. And then it turns out Harvey in this world is actually dating sabrina in real life if you want to call it real life like apparently his house is like two he's like of course we're really dating duh (laughs) yeah i thought it was just so funny then roz was like me dating harvey like i wish oh my god guys this episode was was because sabrina's like wait aren't you dating like roz like aren't you dating harvey she's like me She's like, you think they would ever give a romantic interest to the secondary character? Like, never. I, I was like, yes. <laughs> I was like, they're calling themselves out yeah. and all the I things mean, that other they, people do. They did do. it. Like, they've done it, obviously, they where, did. like, yeah, she true. is with Harvey. But it's just, it was just so funny. It was so good. Yeah. So, so good. Um there's even a part where like Harvey's kissing Sabrina on scene and she like gets mad at him because he like slips her a little tongue. <laughs> it was just like the most random things were happening in these scenes. It was just funny. Um, so anyway, he says like, why don't you want to, uh, why don't you hang out with me after, uh, after work? And she's like, okay. So before that happens, Hilda, like the, uh, Melissa Joan Hart, Hilda hangs out with Sabrina in the house and she basically says a lot of things that allude to like giving in and like give yourself over to yeah. like this is your new reality. So just like, get, you know, just be okay with it. Um, but she says it in like the Aunt Hilda way. So she was very like nice it's about okay. it. She was being forceful. Yeah. It's totally fine. She's like, you know, we all had jobs back in the day, but like this is your job now. So now you just like live this life and you're good. You're good to go. Yeah. And she was the first time where I started to like kind of my ears perked up and I was like, okay, this sounds like, you know, just assimilate. It sounds yeah. evil. Um, so I was like, okay. So now the now the the wheels are turning a little bit for her. Um, and then it shows Harvey and Sabrina having dinner. And Sabrina notices these drawings on the wall and they are of the Eldritch Terrors. So it's like these elements that she's aware of are in the set, yeah. but they don't have, like, actual yeah. meaning in this world. And the characters obviously um, don't know the meaning, like, or they're pretending not yeah. to know because she asks him, where is that from? He's like, oh, like, the art department just, like, made them for us, like, yeah, for the scene. Like, we got them of. from Ikea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they, like, yeah, to your point, like, they didn't, he didn't know anything about them. Um, and then she, he says, like, why don't we just run, run some lines? There's a scene that we need to redo again. Um, and this part like tripped me the fuck out. Um, so they're like sitting in bed uh, and they're running through the lines and she starts speaking. And even I was like trying to pay attention to what mm-hmm. he was saying because I was like, it sounds so familiar. And even while she's like, 
even and and while I'm trying to figure it out, she's trying to figure it out, and she's like, "Why does this sound yeah. like? Why does this sound so familiar?" And he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's a reshoot. We're like we're redoing the scene." But then it shows this shot from episode one Mm -hmm. um, where she learns that she's a witch and she asks him, you know, if you have the ability to do it. And he like plays out the entire scene. And um, I just thought it was so cool to like bring back these moments from episode one. And to your point about like whether or not they knew this this was going to be their final season. Um, again, it was another great homage to the entire series, like going all the way to the, the and beginning. ultimately to the core of what Harvey and Sabrina represent and like who they are totally. and where they started from. And you have a question here, and I love that you're asking this question, which yeah. is, you do you think that it will make her fall in love with Harvey? Yeah, and I like totally in the real world. I totally thought about this. Now, having said that, this is hell, Sabrina, right? So. Right. Um, whether or not she's going to take some some sort of emotion with her back there and like it kind of mixes with real, right. like, we don't know about that but I right. 100% thought about that because I was like oh my god this in this world she's sort of falling in love with their whole history and like how they all started their, their foundation and yeah. I was like falling in love with it too I was like oh my god like like she's she's seeing him again for like what he was to yeah. her so yeah and- and she, yeah, so she starts to trip out. She's like, I know this scene. I know it so well. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we shot it. And she, he actually turns on the TV and he starts playing the episode. Yeah. And she, like, freaks the fuck out because she's like, that was a private moment. Like, who recorded this? How are people this? watching this <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah. It is so Again, very meta. She, yeah. Very, very meta. So well done the way that they kind of lined it up because I followed it when it, when things go meta sometimes it's so hard to follow it but the way that they did it was very oh, yeah. funny and cool yeah so anyway so she trips out and um she leaves and then she finds she kind of comes across the green room or what she assumes is to be the green room she goes in there and she finds ambrose ambrose is in there mm-hmm. um and again just like in the other worlds he is also kind of like under another version of house arrest yeah. essentially he's like stuck in the because green room. Yeah, because he apparently found out about what the Eldritch Terror was and what he was doing. So he um, is now kind of like stuck in that world to um, help feed the Eldritch Terror like body parts of human beings, yeah. I guess. So he's like carrying a dead arm and he's like grinding it up and putting it into the tuna cans. Like that's what he does on the day to day. Um, and he does uh, mention who the uh, Al- Eldritch Terror is called the Endless. And it's drumroll Salem. Salem. And I wish um, I had seen it, it re- sooner with the tuna cans. Like I wish I had like yeah. put that together, but I didn't until he said Salem. And I'm like, that's why there's yeah. tuna everywhere. Exactly. Um, Did you know? Uh, yeah, I didn't really clue. It. No, yeah. not at all. I didn't clue it in at all. And I was like, oh, he's like, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, he's like, Salem. He's like, this is Salem's show. Like, Avi. And yeah. she's like, no, it's mine. She's like, no, it's Salem's show. <laughs> and it's h- hilarious that they mention it in this world because everybody talks about Salem to this day as, like, one of the most iconic yeah. characters of the original TV show. Like, they don't even really remember what happens in the show itself. They just remember, like, Salem being a sassy cat. So, like, he really was kind of, like, the big star of the yeah. show. So it was kind of funny that they, like, brought it back for this episode. 
Um, and yeah, essentially Ambrose says he keeps everybody here. And in essence, um, we are all like toys for him to play with and to decide whatever he wants to do. Um, playing like in a little box for him to like play with whenever he feels like it. So I'm like, fucking cats, man. Once again, <laughs> like, of course, cats just want to fuck with everybody. Yeah. Um, so then the next morning she crosses off another day. So she's getting closer and closer to like whatever date as she just kind of keeps paying attention to what date it is. I think by this point it's like the 14th of October. Um, so she does a scene with Roz in the bathroom and Roz in the scene talks about the fact that she's starting to go blind, which we remember from very, Mm -hmm. the very first season where she's going blind. And then when they cut, um, She's, like, looking so close at her paper that Sabrina's like, yo, you don't have to pretend anymore. Like, take yeah, your glasses off. Yeah, like, the scene's off. done. Yeah, and then Roz is like, no, they're like, the writers are making me blind, so, like, I'm actually going blind. Um, so I guess it's just a moment to show how powerful the Endless is and how he can literally write, write it to make anything happen. I thought they were going to make a world. joke about method acting and I was waiting for that. And I was like, Oh, like she's, she's going to be like, she's method. Like I have to like actually be blind. She's method. Yeah. But yeah, then yeah, that, yeah. Like, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> something's up in here. The one, <laughs> it's wrong. But again, with Ra- like Roz being that character, like she said in the other one where she was like, Oh my God, they would never like give like the secondary character a love story. She also says that she's like, you know, it's kind of great though, because if I go blind, like it gives my character like a story. Yeah. Arc. So I, I was like, yeah. it was just again really funny shading at like her story shading. arc, obviously. Yeah, totally. It was just really interesting to see the actual actors say it on yeah. the screen yeah. for the show. Um, so then they cut, um, they go to the craft table, and Sabrina and Hilda and Zelda talk to Sabrina. So this is the original aunties, like the ones from Chilling Adventures. Um, and they mentioned that before these new ones came in, they were the original ones, um, and they were actually fan favorites, but the head writer ended up changing them out. They, they switched them mm-hmm. out for whatever reason. Um, and Sabrina, I don't know how it gets to this point, but essentially Sabrina's like, so where do you live? And they're like, we live in this house. But then she's like, well, where do you guys sleep? And um, I think it's Zelda that says, like, we sleep under the beds. Like, we sleep yeah. under the she's bed like, all of the, s- the original Yeah, character. she's like, all the stand-ins, like, sleep under the beds of the main characters. Yeah. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what the what fuck? The and I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. So then it obviously cuts to a scene where Sabrina is now going to bed. And before she goes to bed, she goes and checks underneath the fucking yeah. bed. And it's like the other Sabrina. <laughs> I was like, this is so bizarre See, and weird. In that moment, that could have been Melissa Joan Hart. Like, th- like if they yeah. really wanted to just for like 10 seconds, totally. could have just put her in yeah. there. That would have been really cool. Yeah. But I guess I feel like she'd probably be like too old to like even. Yeah. Be a I, yeah. I think point. so. And probably they just want to pay her. Like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like realistically, Miss Lone Joan Hart just wants like a lot. Yeah. Of I'm just kidding. Um, so. Sabrina wakes up the next morning, or I don't think it's the morning just yet, but she wakes up to like banging. So she gets out of her bed and she sees Caliban working, but it's not really Caliban. He's actually like a, a set worker, yeah. a set designer on set. Um, 
And he's really funny in the scene too because it kind of calls out to his character as well. And he says something along the lines of, you know, uh, I like what I do. I enjoy doing it. And I can basically take my shirt off whenever I decide to take my shirt off. Yeah. Because like in the show, like they get to, like they have to do they whatever te- the yeah. writers tell yeah. them. So it was kind of like a funny moment to be like, like, you know, the sex appeal only comes from when the, the writers basically say, take yeah. your shirt off. Um, and so it turns out that he is building something called the void. And um, he, she says like, don't build the void. Like that's literally going to kill all of us. That's what's coming for us to kill us. And Calvin says like, I can't stop. Like this is going to be done before the morning. Like you're fucked basically. Um, But he doesn't know that it's as bad as it is. Like everybody basically in this world does not think that it's like a big deal. Um, So she gets to Harvey. She wakes him up. And again, another funny moment where like Harvey wakes up and he's like, Sabrina. And then he tries to like kiss her. (laughs) And I'm just like, this guy's just like a dope. Like he plays that like dopey actor. Um, And uh, she asks him to like help her steal the The script script from Wardwell. So they go to Wardwell's house and they steal this script. There's a really funny line in there, uh, but we'll mention it and during our best lines. But I was I just died. dying oh at my like God, these I died. little tiny moments that happen yeah. um, that I just couldn't stop laughing at. So they steal the script. I guess it's like the final episode or the next episode. Um, and she tries to rally everybody together, including like the two Zeldas and Hildas. And this scene was totally, it's going to be so confusing to explain, but it was such a well put together scene where the two Zeldas are kind of arguing with each other, but then at the same time, they're just trying to figure things out. Um, and essentially she says to everybody that in the script, it's about the void and everything is going to end with the void. And um, the OG aunties from the Melissa Joan Hart version, they say, yeah, 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 that like that does happen, but it always resets. Like this is the this is like the way this world works. Like this is how the show works. It just keeps going and going because they're obviously in the endless. They're assuming that everything just kind of gets reset after like a big major thing that happens. Um, So. No one really pays her any attention. Everybody's like, this is not a big deal. You don't really understand because you just got here. Like, you'll figure it out. But, like, it's not a big deal at all. And when everyone disperses, um, the new aunties, the ones from Chilling Adventures, kind of go up to Sabrina and say, like, well, if you do have to run away from the void, like, be sure to, like, come get us because we're down to, like, leave with you. Um, So then Sabrina wakes up the next day. And she's about to cross off on the calendar, but it's like the final day on the calendar. Mm -hmm. There's like nothing left after that. It's like all empty. Um, So she's doing this scene uh, in the morning with Harvey. And when she goes, like when she's waiting for Harvey, it actually turns out to be Nick who plays his stand-in. Who, by the way, was spying on them the night when they were like going into Wardwell's. He was like lurking in the shadows, spying on them. He was like checking, checking in on them. Yeah, exactly. So, um, he's like, she's like, where did Harvey go? And he's like, he, he, I've heard that he like went and got sent to the endless. So, uh, or the green room. So I guess because he ratted them out, he got to like be 
the main guy. And it was really funny because he kept saying like, there was, <laughs> it's, I can't even explain it. Cause it was like really well written, but essentially she's like, so where's Harvey? And he's like, I'm Harvey. And she's like, no, but where's the original yeah. Harvey? And she, he's like, Oh, he went somewhere else. And she's like, they got rid of Harvey. And he's like, no, I'm Harvey. <laughs> so it was just like a funny moment. Um, you know, Comparatively to, uh, you know, Kiernan Shipka, I do not think that Nick, the actor who plays Nick, can play comedy very well. No, definitely not. He's like, he's the opposite. He's so like, intense. He plays the dark and sexy. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't play funny, but like, it, it was just funny kind of seeing him in this moment because I was like, you're not funny, but you're trying really hard. <laughs> um so she's like, so she stops the scene because she's really confused and she has a few, like a really funny moment where she's like, like, what is Sabrina's like intention in the scene? Like she plays yeah. like that actor yeah, who yeah. just like wants, wants to, to understand the under the scene, like how they're feeling, uh, which I thought was really funny too. And um, the director's like, well, you have to talk to the head writer. And she's like, well, okay, well, where is, where are they? And um, nobody, Hilda, nobody answers. Everyone's like crickets. Like, yeah, huh? no one wants to answer. They're like, nobody ever knows where the head writer is. Like, try to find them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then this is when Hilda, like the one from Chilling Adventures, she kind of pops in because now like they're all friends. Um, she like pops in and she's like, oh, um, I think he's in the uh, library or in, in the school in the school library or something today. So she's like, okay, cool, thank you. And then she like goes to visit. And it's a bunch of writers. And um, then there's Salem at the front desk. And he's like the head writer. Yeah. So she's like, oh, shit, it's you. Um, and I was like, how did you not though know that he was the head writer when you found out that he was the endless? Yeah. Like, obviously, he's the head writer. Um, so I was kind of confused as to why she was so shocked to see him there. Um, so she basically warns Salem and says, you know, like, the void is coming. Everything's going to go to shit. And he's like, no, 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 it's totally fine. Um, you know, the void and the endless were kind of like equals. We're not the same as the other, the other Eldritch terrors. You know, like we've known each other for so long. So he kind of does breathe a little bit of personality into like these terrors that we keep hearing about, and we don't really understand what they're doing. But with the endless, he's he's basically saying like, no, we've been around, and the endless never ends. Like that's the point of the endless. Um, and he said, and she says, like, no, this time you're wrong because um, the the void is coming for me, and because I'm in this world with you, it's gonna come and destroy everything. Um, so that's when he kind of clues in, and this is, I guess, the moment when like having a robot cat doesn't really help your case yeah. because like you can't see his emotion and you can't like see him like actually like figuring it out himself. So um, he does have a line where he's like okay, I guess we're going to have to do this. Like, if you go, like, you have to take me with you. So um, before they um, dip, they get, like, a PA call say, calling them to set. So they go to they go to set. They start to play out the scene. Um, you know, Sabrina's sitting beside Salem. Hilda and Zelda are on the other couch, and they have to play the scene out. And um, she calls for candles instead of actually saying yeah. her line. And things start to go a little wonky. What do you think where, that you know, meant? Like, was that some sort of like code word or like? 
I wonder if she was trying to do a spell or if she just wanted oh. to, um, maybe she wanted to disrupt it so then she can get out yeah, of the scene. Yeah. I'm not really sure. I was I was actually thinking about that too because even watching it back the second time, I was like, why did she ask for candles? Why was that such a big but deal? But I guess what it, does, um, what it does do is like it exposes everyone for like who they really are. And maybe right. that's what she was trying to like suss out when she said like she disrupted her line. Because yeah, I was just trying to figure right. out like why she said that in that way. I don't know. Which, to your point, like, it is what happens. Yeah, like, it, it does triggers disrupt everyone. everybody. Yeah. It triggers everyone. So as soon as she says it, and it was funny because now that Salem's on her side, um, like, he, there's, like, this quiet pause in between where she's like, no, I want to get the candles. You get, like, you close the blinds. I'm going to close. I'm going to go yeah. get candles. And he turns to her and is like, yeah, I think Sabrina should go yeah. get the candles. Because I think they look at him then, and they're, like, so head writer, like, yeah. whatever. And he's like, Yeah. He's like, let her get the candles. Yeah. And then everybody turns at him and they're like, well, that's not the line. He's like, well, I'm the head writer, so I'm allowed to make the changes whenever I feel like it. And this, I guess, is that moment where you see, like, you know, he thought that the void and the endless, like him and the, the void were like equals. But in reality, the void has always been kind of keeping him in check, right, I guess, right. in a way. Um, so they all kind of turn at her and she finds out that they're all servants of the void. So she grabs him. They start running down set. And now the Hilda and Zelda like kind of turn the corner and they're like demonified. They're like they have like these demon faces. And um, I love this scene where she starts running away because now she needs to find this mirror. Mm-hmm. Like Salem's like, I'll help you find the mirror. That'll help you get home. Um, so she's like, he's like, go, it's on the other side of the set. You got to run to the other side of the set. So she's running away and I'm kind of skipping through it, but essentially she does try to like bump into certain people. Like she bumps into, um, like Prudence and Agatha and like they killed everybody in the library. They killed all these other people. They killed the original, like the chilling adventures of Sabrina, Hilda and Zelda. Like everyone's dead. Like she essentially can't save anybody. So um so she keeps running she's running running um and there's a scene where you know Hilda and Zelda are kind of catching up and Salem turns around and he's like Hilda breaks her ankle and like yeah <laughs> and then she like, literally that. twists her ankle and she falls I was dead on the floor I was like this is Amazing. so 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 yeah. good um even at one point in time like I was saying like Prudence and Agatha are about to attack her and then he says something like the girls turn on each other and then they start fighting yeah. with each other so they can get away. You know, I'm really so, glad that this kind of came because I was wondering, I'm like, how are they going to end this episode? Like, how is this all going to make sense? Yeah. How is she going to get out? And the fact that he's helping her and he's literally dictating what's about to happen next. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, it was the perfect so ending good. to this crazy episode. Totally. So at the very last minute, right before shit's about to hit the fan, she finally finds the mirror in like a set area and she jumps in to escape. And that's the episode. Yeah. And it says to be continued. So, and then it says to be continued. So, yeah. So like that was it. What a crazy episode, but so unique and yeah. so different from what we've ever seen from the show. And really, truly, honestly, like it's something that I've never really seen ever. Like the closest thing that's ever like come to this is like the end, the season finale of The Hills. Like, yeah. Oh <laughs> you know my God. I mean? <laughs> like, that's so true. When things kind of get like stripped yeah, away. Yeah, when they pull back and they see like there's a backdrop. Yeah. That's so funny that you just said <laughs> yeah. that. 
So it's kind of like it was like that episode for me, and I was like, "This is so well no, done." No, it was so well done, especially for a show that's about to. Yeah, end. and and tr- so. and honestly, I really, really want to know if like it's they did it because they were like, you know what, or let's just go out with a bang, like we're done, right. like let's just show everyone this. Like, it would have been cool if like that was the case. But regardless, yeah. it was such a well-written episode. Yeah. Whoever wrote this episode or whoever was involved in writing this episode, honestly, kudos. Yeah. Like, full kudos. Um, you guys are going to get best people from a roundups. You know that. So let's get into them. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment was pretty much everything that you have to say. So I'm going to let you take this one. I think we agree yeah. on all things. Yeah. Well, essentially, it was the entire episode. Yeah. Like, I couldn't choose yeah. one specific best moment. But I was like, seeing the set in the very beginning, getting that laugh track the first few times, I was like, this is amazing. Um, and I even wrote down, like, I would actually watch the show. Can someone please pick it up? <laughs> Can someone please pick up se- episode seven for a full season? I will watch it. Um, and also that moment at the very end where Salem starts to speak things as they happen. Yeah. Like he's writing the show. I thought yeah. it was so hilarious. I'm so happy we got this gift right at the yes. end. Yes, um, absolutely. And you know, because we were seeing like the episode before that when we were like, crap like i hope that's not the only thing that we see of like the old like the right. original ants and you were like yeah like i hope yeah. we get way more and we got way more yeah. and then we some got way more we got than a I full want. episode and i just i loved it yeah so so well done F moment. moment um WTF moment i think i'm gonna give it just to the ending because like the, the the to be continued because i was like whoa like it caught me off guard and like the ending is so yeah. abrupt she like jumps into the mirror yeah. and we don't even see like yeah. what happens after that it just kind of cuts True. to black. So I was like, oh, like that's a that's a really cool ending. I, I, I liked that's it. That's pretty abrupt. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like that's what happens with, especially with Sabrina. They always have like the last two episodes like super connected mm-hmm. to each other. Mm-hmm. So like they either leave it off on a cliffhanger true. and then you have to stay up an extra hour yeah, yeah. to watch that's the true. next episode. So I feel like that's what they were trying to do with this. So they're connected. Um, my WTF moment is uh, when they find out that the uh, like st- stand-ins sleep under the beds. Yeah. <laughs> like I, especially when she kind of like pulls the thing back and she sees her stand-in sleeping under the bed. I was like, this is so It was so, so funny. Up. And like, it was so such a weird, random like tidbit yeah. of info. Such too. a random like, thing. Yeah. Like of all the plot holes that you guys ever like cover, this is the one that you cover. Yeah. Like, how, how do you guys talk about this part? MVP. MVP. MVP, we have the same, and I think it's so easy same to one. say it. You know, so many times we knock them down, yeah. but in this one, the writers yep. are the MVP. MVPs for real. And honestly, like Absolutely. if the rest of the season sucks, if the season finale sucks, uh, the writers definitely win in my heart for this episode alone because yeah. it was so effing brilliant from start to finish. Um, and then yeah. also MVP, I would say Salem just for like writing his own ending basically and like being able totally. to like change it and be the head writer and do yeah. whatever the fuck he wants. He's like, Did which it. I also think was a was yeah. a nod to like all the head writers of like, oh, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like they can rewrite it if they want to. I feel like that was sort of like shading yeah. like head writers too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, it was such a brilliant episode. Yeah, Salem having that like moment where they can just like change anything at any point in time. So good, so good, so good, so good. LVP. LVP, um, it's yours. So you can go and take this one. Um, it's going to be Nick or AKA in this world, the Harvey stand-in. Um, 
like I know that we mentioned the fact that he wasn't terribly good at being a funny actor, but even outside of that, his character was kind of like just a big douchebag. He felt very in short episode. in this episode. Like ve- like everyone yeah. else, in some weird way, everyone else had a role. Like even the, the duplicate characters like the ants still yeah. have this really cute, amazing, funny role. And obviously like it's not right. Nick's fault. Like it's the writers creating his role in this world. But there's something right. about, I think you're right, like something about his acting too where it just kind of fell short mm-hmm. and he couldn't like yeah he doesn't fit into that that world no it just felt weird and it was like very apparent yeah. this episode yeah. i was like you can't do funny bro you can do sexy you can do dark you can do all those things but you can't do yeah funny, unfortunately um at least not in this and episode. it's so funny because like there's a part where he even says he's like i'm your only boyfriend like i'm the only one yeah. and i was like jeez yeah. like you're so- i'm hard yeah i was like damn like he's like intense like it's yeah, almost he was like intense. That's exactly. It, what it was almost like the real Nick. Like he was having some feelings that the real Nick would have. That like he he wants right. to be the only boyfriend that like Sabrina ever yeah. like has or had. Kind True. of thing, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was if it didn't fit a hundred percent. The best line. Best line. Oh my god, we had the best line, but you can say it after this. <laughs> uh, I will choose the one where. Um, Sabrina rushes up to um, uh, Salem and she's like the void yeah. is a lot worse than a hurricane and he's like oh so now you're a weather girl too and like his <laughs> sassy Salem voice and I just yeah. loved it and I kind of like so I kind of was sad that like we're not gonna have talking Salem anymore I was like low-key pretty I sad know. I was like this is amazing <laughs> And also low key, even though they weren't like shooting it, I was also almost like kind of waiting for the laugh track at every single joke. Because even when they cut, there was like funny moments that made me laugh. So including this one, like when he says like you're a weather girl now, I was almost waiting for a laugh track to come in out of nowhere and her being like, what the fuck was that? Like random, like this random laugh track coming in. I just thought it was so, so So good. And just like quickly too, like I feel like Salem is like sometimes so underrated. Like he doesn't get to do as much as like he should be doing because because he doesn't really talk and like he doesn't, he can't really express himself. Um, or yeah. they just don't shoot. Like, I don't know. They can't pay for his CGI. Like, I don't know what it is. But, like, he's <laughs> he is very low-key in, in chilling adventures. So, in no, this one, true. I was so happy to see that he had, like, a front, front like, role. A yeah. moment. Yeah, for sure. Um, and my best line, which you said that was also your best line before you had to switch it, was... Um, it's when they sneak into Wardwell's house and she's clutching onto the script and she's sleeping on the couch. And uh, Sabrina says, why isn't she sleeping in her room? And Harvey just goes to her and says, she doesn't have one. It was never built. Dead. <laughs> so like, dead. I died. I was like, this show is I had to brilliant. pause it and like let that shit sink in and then i was like let me rewatch that scene again because it was so smart and i was like yeah. oh my god it's so true like she doesn't have a bedroom like wardwell doesn't, doesn't have, a bedroom. have a bedroom they didn't build that part of her of her set yeah and i think it's so funny i think it happens in so many shows that we watch where we're like why didn't yeah. they just go to that room or like why don't they just go there and sometimes never built the it. answer is just as simple as they just never built it so like yeah. it was so good it's so like it they just really did such a good yeah. job of poking fun at themselves in such a perfect way that it wasn't like okay we get it you guys hate your like you you guys are made fun of all the time about this this and this like it really was like 
it wasn't just their show. It was like all shows and how there's so many obvious things that sometimes happen when it comes to production and writing that they were they were bringing back in this episode. So well done. Kudos. Like we always say, it just takes one line of writing. Like the way Harvey even like answered her question was so subtle and so quick that like if you weren't listening, you would have 100% missed that amazing line. Just missed it. So it was very subtle and I love that. It was just kind of like flowing and I think it truly shows also like how good of an actor he is. Like he he pulled off that line like straight face. Like it was so good. Really impressive. And so like, and we, I know we did mention it already, but like the writing obviously has the potential to be so brilliant. That, you know, we we do go hard on the show. I know that we always say that, you know, this is a Riverdale kind of, you know, this is an RAS world. But we always put Chilling at such a high standard because we know they can do it and we know they have the ability to do it. So when you see an episode like this, you're like, see what I mean? Like they could pull off a brilliantly written show if they just took the time to do it because this episode was almost flawless yeah so anyway that is the episode i can't believe we're already here nb i know this is like done i'm almost like you know it's weird it's weird that we were talking about um you know their first episode i i the other day i was remembering the first time we recorded um the podcast for Chilling yeah. Adventures of Sabrina and I came over to your place and we did our live show and we said that we were going to watch the entire season in one night and it just uh, you know it's starting to feel a little bittersweet that we're like at the final the final part of it now so um, I'm but yeah so sad that it's almost the end last episode is the next episode but before we get to that I just want to take the time to thank our patrons of this episode our Rewinder Squad White Nicole our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil, and Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys. And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things Recap Rewind exclusive contests, content, and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with with us at Recap Rewind. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.